Hello, and welcome to the Bookmarking Simplified Podcast. I'm Jen Hansen DePaula. And I'm Marcus DePaula. And today, Jen, you wanted to talk about a mistake that is costing continued book sales for authors. What is that mistake? The mistake is not thinking past the release date in promoting your book and continuing to talk about your book. Mm-hmm. In order to understand this, I think we need to take a few steps back in time to discuss why we are in this little predicament. 15, 20 years ago, before social media became a regular thing in our lives, there was a very finite amount of time that an author had in order to promote and sell a book. Right. We heavily relied on print media, on print reviews, on TV, on radio. And in order for a publicist who was working at a a publishing house to get coverage, she or he would have to work three to four months ahead of the release date. Right. Because there is a finite amount of space available for every author that wanted coverage. And because it was a physical product or even a limited time airing of a TV show or a radio show, you had to work in advance to secure that coverage. So that's one thing. Right. But within that, that would be the only time frame that many publications would even be willing to talk to an author to help promote their book because they want that release date. That's a big event that they were, you know, leading towards. And then they might talk about it a week or so after the release date. And then the publicist had to move on to the next book. There really wasn't an opportunity for authors to get continued coverage because A, their book had already released. There weren't outlets available that were willing to take them on. Right. And it was kind of like the party's over. (laughs) You know, we need to move on. We have kind of taken on that continued mindset. There are many authors who just subconsciously are not even thinking about after the release because we put such a big promotion and such a big to-do about the release. It helps to promote it as an event to get more attention. Yes. But what we need to remember is that the bulk of our sales are going to come after the release. Right. And now since we have social media and we have online publications like blogs and podcasts and other outlets that are willing to take authors to talk about their book because it's a 24-hour news cycle, we have many more opportunities than what we did 15, 20 years ago. And so it's really a mindset adjustment in realizing, okay, this set amount of time, you know, like during the release, your promotional phase, isn't the only time that we can sell a book, that we need to be thinking well beyond that. Right. And one thing too, with the way things used to be, there were these gatekeepers because yes. traditional media, as it's referred to mm-hmm. now, which is, you know, newspapers, TV shows, radio, very, very limited opportunities, like you said, mm-hmm. for anyone to get on there to talk about whatever they wanted to talk about. So you had to go through a publicist who had the relationship with the editor or whoever mm-hmm. at the publication or media conglomerate. But now, thanks to social media, 
we have direct access to our buyers. Whereas before, you never knew how many people were actually listening to that interview you did on a radio show. Yes. And you were relying on that publicist's relationship. Yes. And how they communicated your message. On you behalf of you. Yes. <laughs> you had to rely and put your absolute trust in this person so that they did a great job promoting you. And you're speaking from experience as a yes. publicist. For those who don't know, Jen was a publicist before she got into social media. So. Yes. And I worked in the music industry, but it's very similar to the book world. Right. And it was incredibly stressful. It was incredibly time-consuming. Yeah. And yes, publicists charge a lot. Yeah because you're getting access to their database, to their connections. And I'm not dogging publicists by any means, but it's something that you as an author don't have control over. Right. And so having a plan in place that doesn't rely on someone else's actions and the gatekeeper, because, and when we say gatekeeper, we're talking about an editor, a program director, right? all of those agents and all those things for TV. People that book a show. Or, yeah. yeah. So because you have access to your readers directly, mm-hmm. putting that into practice and having a plan in place is so essential to the longevity of your book's success and to help amplify you as a successful author. So what you're saying is there should still be a good amount of effort put into the launch itself, but you need to have the mindset that this is not just about the launch. Absolutely. And the big mistake that many authors make is that the release comes, maybe it doesn't get as many sales as they initially wanted. And they think, oh, it's a failure. Right. It's absolutely not a failure. You have to keep talking about it. Because again, the majority of your sales are going to come after that release. And people have to get to know you, especially if you're a brand new author. Right. You're going to have to continue those conversations so that they get to know you and like you and trust you and see reviews and see, you know, like the feedback that you're getting. And so that takes time. The dream of every creator, whether it's author, musician, whatever, is to be discovered and all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you get famous and the book sells itself. And the reality is those situations, they do happen, but they're very rare. Yes. Like you're saying, you have to plan for a sustained marketing campaign that continues to grow over time instead of this big explosive event where you burst on the scene. As yeah. The well, and one of my favorite stories is from Elizabeth Gilbert with her book, Eat, Pray, Love. That was not an out of the gate success story. Right. It released. And then this was even before social media. She went around to different yoga studios, different areas where she knew her ideal reader would be hanging out. And she did book signings and readings and she got to know people and it was a slow burn. And then all of a sudden people were talking more about it. I've said many times before, you only see the leaves of the trees. You don't see the roots and how long it took to grow. So if your book is not an immediate success, does not mean that it won't be and that you won't continue sales. So once we're in the right mindset for our long-term marketing campaign, 
How do we actually drive book sales after the release? It's to continue to talk about your book. You can sprinkle it in maybe once a week within your posts. It's not to come out and say, hey, I have a book for sale. If you write fiction, talk about the essence of the book. Continue to talk about that because we've talked about that before in the promotional phase and in the attraction phase where you talk about the essence of the book. What are some of the characters going through? What are some of the topics and themes that you're discussing? And continue to drive those conversations. And then like in the caption, you can say, if you want to read more about this, click the link in my bio to read about my book. It's basically giving people teasers yes. of the enticing elements of your book, or if you're nonfiction, the things that will help them solve their problem. Absolutely. Or learn about whatever historical event or mm-hmm. you know what it is that, that you're sharing about that's unique about your book. Just making it, hey, I have a book for sale. That's not enough to no, get people to buy it. It's not. You have to show what your book is and what you provide, whether you are fiction or nonfiction. Nonfiction is pretty cut and dry because you can think again of the problems that your ideal reader has or the questions. And as you get reviews coming in, and this is for both fiction and nonfiction, you can share some of these reviews to show, yes, my book actually helped someone or look at what worlds my readers went through when reading my book. It is about the continued conversation. It's not just putting a picture of your book and saying on sale now, because people will scroll right past that, especially if they don't know what you have to offer and what the book is about. Right. So it's basically focusing on the content. Absolutely. And it is not a complicated process. It's not something that takes a ton of extra time. And it's actually something that we teach our authors how to do in our Instagram accelerator process, our online course. Every author, no matter if you're a self-published author or a traditionally published author, you, as the author of this book, need to know how to continue to drive sales. Because that is not only going to help get your message out and to make you more visible, but it is also going to drive sales. And the tips that you provide usually don't cost a thing to do. Any author can do it. All it costs is time. Exactly. And many authors think, well, if I just had a huge marketing budget or if I just had more money, you don't need a lot of money to promote. If you would want to do like a book bub promotion or a Goodreads giveaway, yeah, that does cost money, but that isn't your only choice. What you need to do is, like you said, give it some time and even just investing some of your time into continuing those conversations to building up your newsletter list so you can continue those sales. It's about having a strategy for your particular book and your message and your audience that will best benefit them and you. And it does not need to cost money. And along with that, a question that we hear a lot from authors is, do I need to have separate social media for each book? And the reason why I want to bring this up is because this fits in with this mindset, the strategy that people are following you as the author. Mm -hmm. They're not following your product. Right. They may get into the story. But when it comes to the engagement on social media and that long-term strategy, you want them to engage with you as a person, with you as an author and what you have to offer. 
so that they are queued up for your next stage of the story, your next book, whatever it is that you've got coming up next. You have to think again, long-term. Yeah. It's not just about this one book. It's about you and your writing career because this book's success will lead to the next book's success. And it's just a stepping stone from book to book. And you build on that. And that is this whole strategy of thinking long-term rather than just on one individual's book sales. So to wrap things up, what you have to do is to have the right mindset that it's not just about the release date, it's about the longevity, the lifespan of your book. Right. It's about continuing to talk about it mm-hmm. and to continue to be at the front of your ideal reader's mind. And then the third tip is to make sure that you set aside time to continue to talk about these things. It does not need to cost money. You can definitely do all of this for free. So if you are wanting to learn more about building your marketing strategy and your process, check out the Instagram Accelerator process. We've got a couple of free videos that you can look at on there. Yeah, and something to remember with this, it's not just about how to use Instagram. Right. The backbone of it is about creating content. It's about creating a marketing system. It's about taking your readers on the journey and the process that we have been talking about in this episode. It's not just about using one social media outlet. It's about developing your entire process. Right. So thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time.